Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. A.K.A. Scarred for Life. <laughs> and Control Freak. Good evening, folks. And Twilight. Hi. And we're here to make you think about games and stuff. Did the crack in your tried... coffee just wear out? No, I haven't had coffee since like 11. And lightsabers sure And you're, you're alive? Barely. And lightsabers are uh, not my fault. Oh, God. So, what's everybody been playing this week? I kind of have a laundry list, so I'll let someone else start. <laughs> Uh, mine, mine dovetails into the news. Okay, Twy, I guess you're up first. Here's what I've played. I've watched you two play Monster Hunter on Twitch. And that's pretty much it. Monster Hunter, a bunch of gunfighting. Oh man, who did better? Neither of them, because neither of them can aim worth a damn. I did well with the pistol. He did, have hardcore. One, he did have that one really good round. I, I'm still. And guess what? A clock, a broken clock, is right twice. I'm. Wow. Unless it's a 24-hour clock, in which case it's only right once. Still, it applies. Normal people don't have military clocks. Define normal, considering that the rest of the world uses 24-hour time. <laughs> no. Shit. Uh. Well. Still, anyway, theory there's always, smashed. There's always a fluke in the pattern. It's just like occasionally you actually roll a nat 20 instead of a nat 1. That match was fucking crazy anyway, because there were so many people trying to slide shot me. Because <laughs> we were in hardcore mode. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, by the way. Call of Duty. Uh, so many people were trying to like, oh, I'm just going to slide around the corner and get this guy and just, nope, headshot. <laughs> like I was ready for you, motherfucker. <laughs> just the one on that, the... that one that twenty comparison. The only time he's scored in that twenty lately is to strike his own daughter. Okay, that that sounds really bad. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's. I'm let's gonna address that. that from the show. Why? Because that's awful. That's a it's statement true. about child abuse. It's true. To put context to that horrifying statement, <laughs> please. Control plays a bird person in our D&D campaign who is currently training his daughter to be a monk. And one time he wanted to reenact so, the Piccolo meme of Dodge, and he ended up not 20. Welcome to D&D. <laughs> yeah, that's the statement for that. To balance but this it's... out, he actually has a fear that if he nat natural ones an attack roll, it comes back and hits him instead. Well, that's with the that's with a cursed weapon. But... Always fun. <laughs> Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing Monster Hunter Call of Duty in a shitload of Rainbow Six because I'm convinced I can still be good at video games enough to maybe make money off of it. Someday. 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 Once all the other streamers die out. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, but yeah, Call of Duty was fun. Uh, we tried out some hardcore mode, basically just trying to get pistol kills because it's way easier in hardcore because it takes One, even the standard pistol down. 
Yeah, it takes the standard pistol down from like a three, four shot kill to a one shot kill basically from head to mid torso. Yeah. Makes, so. makes getting those challenges much easier. And it makes you feel a lot better when you're actually doing good in Call of Duty from coming from Siege where, oh, that pixel was a guy who had his gun up and he just domed you from across the map. Yeah, that was a pixel in a hole that he punched through a series of planks to peek at your spawn point. So you dropped in and then there was a, uh, a 5.56 round going between your eyeballs. Yep. Uh, that was the one match I had on Embassy. Where there was somebody coming down the stairs. I knew this because my teammate had just died. So I'm like, haha, I'm going to get the drop on them because I'm already waiting here. Didn't even see them before they shot me in the head. Sounds about right. Yep, that's Siege for you. And I like it more than Overwatch. So, fanboys. It's weird to me that y'all are just now playing COD, or at least discussing that you're playing COD. We we haven't played it in a in a hot minute to be honest but yeah. like you you know the rumors about the battle royale mode right yes oh yeah and how it was supposed to drop tonight i didn't pay I... attention to any time frame because i pro i won't play battle royale so it's not it's not actually going to drop until march or yeah it's not actually going to drop until next month right but a lot of people were convinced that it was going to drop today and so it's just weird to me that you guys somehow also kind of got into that same zeitgeist of the last three weeks everybody getting into it more than they were since release hmm. well another big reason why everybody's been getting into it more since release is they released a fan <clears throat> favorite operator skin for, ghost. for the multiplayer yeah they brought ghost back ah which the weird everybody mask, but... yeah he's just a guy with a mask and i'll be honest the weird skull that is stitched onto a cloth mask is weird. Yeah, I would mm. prefer the old school, just solid cloth mask. Yeah, I I don't really like this new like. No, he just took a skull and stitched it to a mask. Yeah, I will say the jawline is still cloth, so I don't know what that says. Yeah, well, when you look at it, it looks like it is the ghost mask. Yeah, it's but that top portion of the skull is just stitched on over what the top portion of the skull on the original cloth math would mask would be at. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had to make him look just different enough that they could justify a rework of the character model. Yeah. But in doing so, they made him look infinitely more horrifying. <laughs> Not unlike when Rainbow Six did their uh, Jaeger skin that was just Jaeger. With a skeleton head. Yeah, yeah not, that's all it was. Get that no eyes. Pack, kids. Uh, but yeah, so I've also we picked up Monster Hunter on sale on Steam. Now this is not the first time either one of us has played Monster Hunter, but it seems to be the most fun controls had with it in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fairly certain I was getting uh, bamboozled by my old teammates on Xbox when I played because. Some of those fights were not nearly as hard as they used to be. Even with the like the upgraded you, weapons and whatnot. I've gone back and done those fights in a group and still had issue. Right. I mean, mind you, we're also using basically high tier gear to low tier. Yeah. And now that I'm so, at high tier, it's I'm starting to see the original difficulty of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, you get enough people who are having fun with it. Even if you're getting your ass kicked, it can still be fun. Yeah. And that, that, that can be said about any game. I mean, when we had bad matches in Call of Duty, similar to how, like, I think I've I mentioned it before where, like, Halo will make me mad. Even if I'm still in a group, for some reason, Halo just pushes that one button that I'm just like, okay, I'm sick of, like, the rage button is going off. Call of Duty, I could have a terrible match and I'm playing with friends and I'm like, okay, I'm annoyed, but I know I can get back. I know I can get so, back from this. Here's my reasoning for why Halo has that quality, because I get it too in Halo, more so than COD. One, for me, it's that inherent need to prove that I'm still good at Halo. <laughs> and two, Halo has a lot more situations, especially Reach, where it's that I should have killed you, how are you still standing? And then you just drop me in three hits. What the hell? Yeah. Halo has a lot more of that. And I know it just comes down to like, oh no, you hit him in the body, he hit you in the head. That's that's it. But COD, it's like, oh no, that guy got the drop on me. He killed me. Fair enough. Yeah, because and that's the thing. Like with Call of Duty, three shots to the body will drop most people. Whereas in Halo, it's like, I just emptied three magazines into your chest plate. And then you turned yeah. around and popped me twice with a pistol and I'm dead. Exactly. Excuse me while I now go mind you, this table. Fuck. When, when people use the RPG in COD, it fills me with a blood rage that n nothing can calm. <laughs> or getting quickscoped. I fucking hate that so much. That, that is still something that I'm sad is still prevalent. They have tried to... They have tried so many ways to fix it and they just can't yeah i mean hell it's even in battlefield i've gotten quick scoped in battlefield i have not how the hell do that. you quick scope in a game with bullet drop <laughs> luck very yes. carefully yeah yeah <clears throat> but now my so sedge and i have played a lot of the same games he's done he was playing siege i've been doing more mortal redneck i picked up resident evil 2 which i'm still annoyed that i can drop five rounds into a zombie's skull and he doesn't drop and I feel like that is not how that should work no, I, would, I would actually but... be more okay if they removed more ammo but made it so that a proper headshot like you hit them in center of the forehead they will drop because you have literally just exploded all gray matter true but remember this comes from a time this come it it is a pretty faithful remake of RE2 from a third-person perspective. Yes. Over-the-shoulder perspective, where they gave you ammo. Yeah. But if you used it to kill all the little zombies that were running around, who are, more often than not, pretty easy to navigate by. Yeah. Like, you can just kind of sprint past them and go, all right, not dealing <laughs> with that shit. But if you deal with them, then you're not going to have ammo. And I ran into this when I was fighting the first boss. <laughs> when you Crap, fight Birkin the first time. Yeah, no, I ran around that arena going, I'm out of ammo, I don't know how to fight him, there is no more ammo in the arena, I guess I just die now. But uh, And then, obviously, if you end up plugging shots into the tyrant, you're an idiot. Yeah, user. Well, in the original, you would, get the, you would get the weapon parts. In the original, uh, I think in Resident Evil 2, or was it Resident Evil 3, with Nemesis, that three. would get you the weapon parts for... Unloading into Nemesis. 
I would think it was three because Nemesis actually had weapons. Mr. X doesn't have a weapon. Yeah. He just kind of angrily stomps around the map and then strangles you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But so I got it. I've been doing those and a couple of like weird offshoot games like Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. Ended up picking that up. I think it was like 10 bucks. Basically, think like hyper, not pixelated. I'm trying to think what what was the. Uh, it was like a Zelda clone, but everything was like 3D super blocky. I can't think uh, of it off the top of my head. It was it was like a it was a PS3 game, I think. Uh, I, it's in my head, and I can't think of it. I I have no idea. Yep. I have no memory of this game. Let's see. Uh, I will think of it later on. But it's it's like an, a little arena game, so you can have like you would have a sword or a hammer or a bow, and you'd have to kill other drone characters to progress through levels. Fun little game has some aspect of Twitch integration that I haven't had a chance to uh, test out yet. Mm. Um, and then I also got oh, 3D Dot Game Heroes. That's what it kind of looks like. And if you guys remember 3D Dot Game Heroes, kudos on you. That was a fun game. I never played it. I enjoyed it. It was basically a Zelda clone, but not Zelda. Yeah. Oh, this game. Yeah, I never played uh, it, but I always saw it on the shelves. Didn't it didn't it have a spin-off or two or maybe a sequel or two? I believe so, but they weren't the in the same vein. They were they were closer yeah. to spin-offs. Okay. Then yeah, I I am vaguely familiar with. Yeah. Fun fun little game though. Definitely worth a pickup if uh if you guys get a chance to try it out. Um hmm. but then I also snagged a VR game. Thrill of the Fight, which is an older game. I think it came out in 2017. And it is a VR boxing simulator. I got it because if you look at the Steam reviews for it, I'm fairly certain it is like 95% positive. Yeah, something like that. And so I was like, screw it. It's 10 bucks. I'll give it a try. It's actually pretty fun. Um, super straightforward. I mean, obviously it's a boxing game, but it does a good job mm -hmm. with the head tracking and the blocking. And when you get hit, like your vit, like it actually does like a really good effect of vision blur. You lose color and stuff like that until you actually like your screen goes black from getting knocked out. Um, but it's also a very good workout. Because you are move like you move your whole upper body. You're actually stepping around. Like the the in-game thing isn't just stationary. So as you're stepping around in your like the the scope of the arena, the opposing boxer is also moving around within the arena. So I I I haven't put too much time into it, but the short amount of time that I did, it's a lot of fun, and I winded myself pretty good just messing around with it yeah i i picked it up as well i haven't gotten the chance to try it yet because i need to clean my vr space <laughs> to so i don't you know step on something too much D, &D stuff out there isn't it yeah, it's mostly computer shit for like peripherals mm. like my racing wheel ah yeah you haven't um, you haven't gotten that shelled out car yet to hook it all into 
Where would I even put that in my apartment? Uh Your bathroom? <laughs> Just remodel your bathroom into that. I can't. <laughs> it's an apartment. Can't or won't? Both. Can't. Got it. Won't. Got it. <laughs> God damn it. I ruined it myself. <laughs> Light, what about you? What have you been playing? Um, so, first, I got a demo for Blasphemous. Good game. Yeah. Very weird game, but it's a it's a good uh, 2D platformer. Yeah, it's like, it's like a Metroidvania meets a Dark Souls. Yep. Yeah, with heavy, and... like, religious overtones. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't like either of those games, but I've been having a blast with this demo. Yeah. I, I, actually, don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's pretty cool. I uh, I'd actually kickstarted that when it was uh, when it was on Kickstarter, so I got their art book from it. It's yeah, it's it's fun. And then it's one. Yeah. Of, oh. I was gonna say it's one of those ones that I wanted to pick up, but I just haven't yet. And then another demo that I tried out is Ape Out, which is an and, interesting game. Yeah, it, I. If you have not played this game, get the demo. I feel like it'll sell anybody on it. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. I've, I've watched some videos, and I think I have a copy of it somewhere. I don't know it what... Is, it, it's unreal how much fun it, it, it gets. Excuse me, while I grab this guy so that this dude with the shotgun shoots him, and then I'll run over and beat the dude with the shotgun. Man, that's one of those games where all the best laid plans just go to shit. <laughs> well, now I have to try it after this. Like what that you sounds amazing. What you just described is how I enter a level, but how it actually goes down is fuck. I didn't aim at that guy fast enough. I just <laughs> throw this guy into him. Uh, <laughs> now I've got a pair of legs. Um, and it's all top but yeah, down. It, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The art style is really great. It's one of the, the only music. games I play with the. Yep, it's one of the only games I play with the sound on. That, yeah, the music for that game is is really damn awesome um yes because it's one of those games where the music fits whatever's going on on screen yeah it's a um it's a dynamic soundtrack where the drums are tied to your action yeah and that Hmm. it's so good this game's Um, got a weird art style though oh yeah well it's all two don't look it's all two-tone colors uh don't don't look it up play it I mean, I'm not looking up gameplay. I was just looking it up on Steam. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, play it. I think it's on Game Pass. I love how it says similar to games you've played, Sekiro and Doom. Interesting. Honestly, no. That would fit because, like, with Doom, the soundtrack played into, like, you'd go into combat and the soundtrack would have that shift. Like, you've yeah. got the ex- exploration music, and then combat begins, and it just starts ramping up. Ape Out's the same way. Like, when you enter a region, if you're not in combat yet, the the tone and the music are all subtle, but still, like, you're still in it. Yeah. And then the second you start attacking, it just takes off. Yeah. Um, and then I got to try out the NES and SNES games that come with Switch Online. Which games is that? There's actually a lot for each of them. There's more NES games than SNES games. Yeah, but they kind of stopped their monthly release thing. It's garbage. I mean, 
I'm garbage at them because they're old school games. But also, I don't know. It, it's just kind of garbage. What like, yeah, What I... are some of the games that they've included or had in there? Uh, Hold on, because I, I already have it loaded up here. Um, Okay, for... For the SNES, especially since that's the, uh, you know, there's less games there than the other one. Mm-hmm. There is Brawl Brothers, Breath of Breath of Fire 2, Demon's Crest, F-Zero, which there's your first, you know, legit one. Um, what What is this? Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics. Uh, Kirby Superstar, eight games in one. Kirby's Dream <gasps> Superstar Court. is so good, though. Well, that's fun. I, I mean, some of these are, are classic games. It doesn't mean that the whole selection isn't still trash. Uh, Kirby's Dream Curse or Course. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland Three. Pilot Wings. Star Fox. Uh, they actually finished Star Fox Two, the one that never released. Um, <laughs> Stunt Race. Earth Defense Force. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghost, Mario Kart, Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Metroid, like Super Metroid, I mean, Super Punch-Out, a game that I can't read because it's a, it's a PAL case, um, or Japanese NTSC, whatever, uh, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, and then A Link to the Past. So they've, they've got a couple of their, like, big games on there, but then it's, like, outside of those big names... It's a bunch of what yeah. is this? And it that that goes double so for the NES ones, like the ones that are just NES. The only thing is is the NES ones have special modes. Some of them do, not all of them. Not all of them. But um but on some of them uh they'll they'll have a special version of the game like there's three versions of the original Metroid. There's regular Metroid, there's Metroid that just starts you off in the fight with Ridley. And then there's Metroid that starts you off with all powers and suit upgrades. Huh. And that and one there's... that one that starts you off with every upgrade is specifically meant for you to speedrun it. Okay. Yep. And then there's the, like, I think there's two or three versions of, uh, was it Zelda 2? Oh, uh, there's the one, Adventures there's... Yeah, yeah. There, there's one special version of Zelda 2 Adventures to Link... Uh, start this version with your attack, magic, and life all maxed out at level 8, but you won't start with any items. Yeah, and then I think they have one for original Zelda, Legend of Zelda. Yep. They got one for Twin B. Everybody remembers Twin B, that classic game, Twin B. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the, this is the trash that's on here, man. Like, they got uh, they got Double Dragon, they got Donkey Kong... Uh, Donkey Kong 3 and Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, that's all right for original uh, Nintendo, but, like, I don't know. They got Super Mario Bros. 3 for original Nintendo, but they don't have it for Super Nintendo, which I think is the superior version. I didn't know it was on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, they remade it. Huh. They remade it. Uh, it's always it's always bugged me because I remember the case for the original Nintendo, but the graphics, every time I see somebody play the game, I'm like, that's not what that game looks like. I never realized I was always playing a remake. I, didn't, hmm. I need I need to look this up because it it I think that it came in the um, Sonic All Stars package. Oh wow, yeah, no, I remember NES version. I've never seen the Super Nintendo version of it. 
Really? Yeah, I only know the 16-bit version, which I think is the version that came to Game Boy Advance as well. Huh. That's in, that is weird seeing this side-by-side. Side. Yeah, because... Interesting. Yep, never saw the Super Nintendo version. Huh. Okay. But yeah, and, and like, there, I know some of these games, shit like, like Tecmo Bowl and, and stuff like that, I know that they're, like, fans out there. It's just for me personally. It's like, yay, this is what I get. No, I, I can agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Where's Where's the N64 games? Where's the GameCube games? Like, come the fuck on, Nintendo. Get your shit together. <laughs> I'm guessing they're coming, down, they're coming down the line. We might see more of it at E3. Where's some Metroid Prime up in this bitch? I don't know. Probably in the same hole Metroid Prime 4's in. Don't crush my dreams like that. No, I have to. Uh, sad day. I'll crush it even further, man. There is some serious strife going down at Retro Studios. Oh, no. Yeah. Such. Well, such as. But anyway. Um, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. You you bring this up, and you, you don't get to drop that. What what issues are going on? I mean, Google it. They, they're going, they got like a revolving door of talent happening right now. And... Even though I trust them for Metroid Prime, uh, there's apparently a very serious reason that they haven't released a game since Tropical Freeze. So you're basically saying they're doing what happened with uh, Anthem Studio? Yeah. That's depressing. That's a danger zone right there. Yeah. Uh, The the Muppet YouTuber Arlo has an in-depth video on on what's going on at Retro, because he's very pumped for Metroid Prime 4. As, the as are any Metroid is, fan. Yeah. I think the... I, I just think the internet's pumped that it's happening. Well, yeah, but I, I'm just... I don't know. I don't know why I specified that, but yeah. It's like when Duke Nukem Forever <laughs> finally got announced like, okay. and the internet collectively lost their shit. Hmm. Anyway, I'm pumped for Metroid Prime 4 as well, but not so pumped that I would care to sleuth into the studio at all. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah kind of. So. I mean, I don't I don't go super in-depth. I'm a fan of all of them, but I never go, like, hyper in-depth into any dev studio. Exactly. It'll come out I've never actually played them. I just... When I can be. It's one of those series, like, I've never actually played beyond, you know, uh, a few minutes here and there at, like, a Walmart kiosk or something way back in the day. Um, but for some reason, I've always had nothing but respect for the series. Still waiting for that trilogy remaster. <laughs> I think everybody is, and maybe we'll get some news of that at E3. I don't know why you're putting so much emphasis on E3. Because it's the oh. next big thing. Yeah, but... Light, do you have anything else for us? One final thing is that R.I.P. my left Joy-Con. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got the drift. Literally just got Switch Online, got those demos, and got the access to these sweet games you get for paying them for the service. And, uh, yeah, experience Joy-Con drift just happened today. Oh, now you got to go through the rigmarole of contacting Nintendo. Yep. I wish you the best of luck for hmm. your sanity. 
Yeah, I already I, I peeped the sitch online, and I've decided that I'm going to call them instead. Good plan. It's usually easier. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say, when I had to send my Xbox back for the Red Ring, uh, they kept getting my address wrong. Huh. And I don't know how they kept getting my address wrong. Like, I'd call, and they're like, all right, the package to send it back to us will be there in three days. Four days later. Okay, maybe it's just late. Wait another day. Okay, I'll call them again. Oh, we have it sent out here, but if you didn't get it, we'll send you a new one. It'll be there tomorrow. Three days later. What address did you send it to? Narnia. Right. Fucking Bob over at Microsoft. The most useless customer service guy ever. That's Steve. For me, it was always Bob. And he always had the same accent which sounded like an american trying to do a combination of indian and chinese now bob Hello? you have to make it sound like you're Dixapur? foreign are you sure and you then... weren't getting like a a scammer call center <laughs> well no no yes, man I... hello this is microsoft <laughs> i know 1888 for my xbox um but uh, uh, yeah, and and the guy the guy was always like weirdly condescending and hated the fact that I didn't have ac- access to the internet. Um, when my disc tray broke on my original Xbox, I was like, yeah, I have a problem. And when it's open, it won't close, and when it's closed, it won't open. It's closed right now. He's like, well, I need you to open it. I well, I just told you that I can't. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, my my Xbox is red ringed. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, and then Twice. when I when I finally got the disc tray to open, he's like, now gently jiggle it around. Did that fix your issue? Like, what the fuck are you making me do right now, dude? I look like an idiot. I just I just want you to 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 touch it gently. Just wiggle it around a little. Did it work? No. <laughs> it's a it's a broken disc tray. Slap it a couple well, of times. Maybe uh... that'll kickstart it. I went through all this crap with Microsoft for my original Xbox whenever the disc tray broke, only to find out that the person that that bought it for me for Christmas had gotten the warranty through GameStop. <laughs> so you could have just taken it back to GameStop. Could have just taken it back to one. And when I took it back to GameStop, like we went back to the one that they bought it from, and that GameStop was like, actually, you got the holiday bundle. You can only replace it with a holiday bundle. And I was like, well, I'm not returning the games I got for free. And they're like, no, it's no problem. So I actually got a new Xbox and two new games. I had to go to a different store. But yeah, I was like, man, because after a week of dealing with Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft's customer service is rough. It's always been garbage. Nintendo's always had terrific customer service because... Man, I used to talk to them for hours on the phone. I never owned a Nintendo product until this fucking Switch. Same with Play- PlayStation's actually not too bad either. PlayStation was alright. I just want to talk to someone. The lady got weirdly flirty with me, and I feel like she didn't know I was 12. Oh. Uh. <laughs> well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we have some news to cover, but before we get there... Even casual, the game where everything's a distraction. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. But we are a part of the next wave conglomerate of podcasts. I 
swear to God I will get that right one of these days. <laughs> well, I was about to say, did you have a stroke midway through that? <laughs> yeah. It's we are part of the gaming conglomerate. We're part of the conglomerate. <laughs> anyway, we're going to run a couple promos here from some of the other shows in that group. Go check them out and uh, enjoy the promos, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Blitz Gaming Arena Coming soon Video games were up in the beginning LGA.PG Hey guys, Snow here. I just wanted to give a real quick intro. Snow, what are you doing? Uh, Grog, I'm in the middle of something. I can see that. Wait, wait a minute. Microphone, headset, script. Are you recording the new promo? Yes, Grog, I was recording the new promo. Without me, but I'm the master of toast. Plus, I've been practicing. Okay, fine. You can help. I'll read the script. Just chime in when you feel like you have something important to say. Yes. Hi guys, Snow here. And Grog. I just wanted to give a real quick introduction to our podcast, Missing Role Player Found. We are an actual play Pathfinder podcast following the adventures of the Odd Guild. That's for killed. We were all living our normal lives until we tried the latest MMORPG. And that's when we found out we were all trapped in the game and we could die. Oh, but don't worry. We still find plenty of time to have fun. Sometimes a little too much fun, if you know what I mean. Yes, Grog, I think we all do. And that's why it took us so long to finish the last floor. Hey, that one wasn't my fault. Any of that sound interesting? Why don't you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Nailed it. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed those promos. The first one. That's my favorite. <laughs> Go check out those awesome shows. Uh, I have a tiny bit of uh, release news that I didn't know about until today god nobody wants to hear about you jerking off oh god wrong type of release but a for effort so mountain blade banner lord has a release month at least have i played mountain blade i think everybody's played mountain blade whether they know it or not no i know i haven't (laughs) i mean if it's on steam i have not I've had Mountain Dew because I'm a gamer. I have Blade and Sorcery. That's not... It's not the same, unfortunately. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, the new Mountain Blade game is supposed to come out in March, so I'll just add that to the list of shit that's coming out in March that will just take my life away from me. Hmm. Even though most of my life's going to be going to more Rainbow Six because I'm pretty sure... Uh, Year 5 is dropping in March. No, your time's going to be taken up by Doom. And I was getting to Doom and Animal Crossing. Thank you. Uh-huh. Boo Animal Crossing. Don't you dare boo Animal Crossing. I'm booing it right Animal now. Crossing. Boo. Animal boo. Crossing's great, and I will fight you. Animal Crossing is trash. Apparently his internet has revolted against him for talking crap yep, about even, Animal Crossing. Even his internet doesn't agree with him. Garbage. I mean, I don't play it, so 
have fun with Animal Crossing, I guess. Have fun owing like uh, Tom the Rack. Tom Nook. <laughs> yeah. Have fun owing Tom Nook all of my money. Yeah. Where's my money? Oh God, my leg benders. <laughs> I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the Wolfman from up the street to break your legs. You 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 want to know how they could really get me with a, an Animal Crossing game? Is By if actually there was making a, it a mafia game? If well, no, no. If the end story showed you the child that was dying in the woods hallucinating all this. God. Well, that's dark. What is wrong with you? The game itself is dark. But, I mean, throwing in dying children, like, what? Um, the, uh, like, uh, like, the, was that, New Leaf, the DS one? Yeah. New Leaf in particular, I don't know if the others do, but New Leaf in particular starts with you in, like, the back of a cab, like, being driven to the spot in the woods where you then owe Tom Nook everything. And the the creature that is uh, driving you there, which keep in mind, you like wake up in the car with him like, oh, yeah, you're moving here, is like a modeled almost identical to like this mythical Japanese folklore beast that kidnaps kids. What is with Japanese companies making children's games involving horrifying things? I mean, that's that's right up there with like half of the Pokemon out. Like all oh, the yeah. Pokedex entries. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Japanese, stop basing all your shit on creepy folklore about dying children, please. I, I didn't know that, honestly, but even still, I like Animal Crossing. Of course it's you do. fun. You don't like kids, so it makes a lot of sense. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> or everything. Still up on, we're still debating that. Oh, God. So, yeah, so that that's a neat thing, because I'm pretty stoked for Bannerlord. I'm, um, I'm looking at it now. It It's like Mordhau, but single player? Yeah, so you basically command, like, a single soldier in an army, and you siege castles and fight other armies. Yeah. It's fun, and it has multiplayer mods for it. In fact... That's one of the first games that had, like, a Napoleonic War mod. Wow, Animal Crossing's come a long way. <laughs> where where people got, like, super into the ranks and stuff in it. Okay. Yeah. I, I might ch- I might try and check out Mountain Blade 2. I might. Yeah, uh, Warband is the one that I recommend. Well, I said if two, you try one. Bannerlord. Oh, oh, Bannerlord. Right. Never mind. <laughs> um... Yeah, but we also have some news coming off the E3 front this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, in addition to Sony not showing up anymore. Nor Microsoft. Um, yeah, nor Microsoft. Nor Nintendo. Because they do the direct. Thought, right. Um. So everyone's just doing their own thing, and you've got the developers who are still like uh yeah we'll we'll show up and showcase some of our own personal stuff yeah so jeff knight jeff, jeff Keeley. i don't know why i keep wanting to say nightly i just jeff i just Keeley. want to say my, my headline for this is Keeley free three okay i don't know just because well all... enough to care 
Just because it's E E E E E. <laughs> has announced that he is not. Uh, he's not coming to E3 this year. So this will be. This this matters because he's covered E3 for like over two decades now. Ah, yep. And it, this is he, the year he's just. Good. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just was gonna say- point out he 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 did a bunch of shit for G4 back in the day. Uh, he does the game awards ever since they were whatever they were on Spike TV before G4 it became. Well, well, no, because he did stuff on G4 and G4 TV. And then Spike started doing the video game awards, but it was like something, then the video game awards, then VGX, and now it's just the game awards, and it's not even associated with Spike TV anymore. Spike TV don't exist. Yep. So he's not coming. And one of his things that he says is it's about connecting the fans. And he was able to do that a lot with the game awards this year. Yeah. Like, say what you will about the game awards. They were very connected with the fans over Twitch and everything. Yeah, another thing that he did was there was an awards for um, Steam. Yeah. Steam had its own little, or it wasn't an awards, but Steam had its own little showcase. And during the showcase, there were live demos that you could stream, like, through Steam's service. And I guess that's, like one of the areas he thought that E3 should be moving towards for the future. Right. Which is especially, a pretty ambitious idea. Well, especially considering what else has come out for what E3, what they want for E3. So they want, uh, on top of E3 leaking over 2,000 media attendees' personal information. Yep. So, not great. The lack of attendance of the major parties Mm -hmm. uh they've also there was a leaked um pitch now whether this is true or not they want to swerve more into a realm of being a fan media and influencer festival where you know people can meet famous people on the floor yeah and we have plenty of cons for that comic-con packs uh there's plenty of places where that can be a thing yeah, Twitch. Yeah, TwitchCon is the main one. It's like you want to go meet a famous Twitch person, go to fucking TwitchCon. Yeah, you want to meet an but, influencer. Yeah, go to TwitchCon. That statement. And I think we are at least seeing the point where E three is going to be reworked again. Yeah. Hell, it might even go quiet for a couple years again. Yeah, because I think this might be the. I, I'm just going to guess, I'm making a prediction, that E3 will not go well this year. They'll have a good attendance, but, like, nobody will watch online. Well, see, I, I, I kind of disagree with that. I think that E3, yeah, E3 the main show, but as far as, like, all the other boutique offerings, your Sony's, your Microsoft, your your big threes... Your Nintendo Direct, your EA State of Play, I think all that'll go fine. Conference, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, but I also, I, I also can't help but find myself like when you dig into Jeff Keighley's idea of what an E3 should be and how it should be like this global celebration event. I can't help but find myself totally agreeing with him. Like, yeah, that's kind of where the world's headed, and that yeah, it also no. makes it 
more accessible. Yeah, hundred percent. Like E three needs to tie into people who can't come to E three. Yeah, I like, I still can't get over. Like I literally just learned about that Steam thing with the demos, and I, the idea that not only that that happened, but we're at a, a point where that can happen. Like that's such a dope thing. Oh, absolutely. Granted, not everybody can access it, but like, I think back to we watched uh, we watched the E3 where they debuted Connect through my friend's Xbox 360 because that was you know you can stream E3 live from there. Yeah. And thinking of that and like, yeah, dude, uh, the consoles could have their own like, here's our demos like during the thing, and you could play it now, and you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it, it'd be the same. The same demos that people on the floor can get their hands on. If there's a playable yeah. demo on the floor, you can get your hands on it. No more of the behind closed doors, only for media demos. Well, okay, so for me, I feel like you can still have that because I like that allure. But for the most part, do... all the all the open floor demos that people usually have to wait in line for, all the big name demos, like PlayStation should let you play a demo or Sony should let you play demos on your PlayStation that Sony is showing off. Yeah. And, I agree, and but then your little media companies have the PC market. Go ahead. Right. I agree. The the only reason I say no more of the behind closed doors, because so many times you, you hear about these behind closed doors demos and it, it does have that allure of, like, I want to know what it is. But at the same time, it's like, you want to sell your game? Show the general public that. Yeah. I'm, I'm at like, such a... Sure. I'm sure, at it's a... not... Good, good, good. I was going to say, sure, it's not a finished product, but it's a demo. They don't have to be able to play it. Just show them what you're showing mm. people. I miss the old school demo discs that came in gaming magazines. Right. Oh, man. Or... Or, like, when you'd buy a certain game, like, it would have a demo part on it. Like, Tomb Raider always had a demo disc. Dude, the coolest fucking thing ever was whenever the Doom movie came with the Doom 3 demo for Xbox. Huh. Yep. And, I mean, the Postal movie just came with a copy of Postal 2. Huh. <laughs> so, that's a thing. But, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm of two minds. Like, now, what you're saying there... That that even, I'm even more against my own idea of, you know, I like the allure because uh, it was dope as hell whenever Cyberpunk released the video of their gameplay demo. And so if you're doing something like that, yeah. But as far as like, like hands-on demos, on the one hand, I'd like to see the gameplay, sure. But on the other hand, like, I just love reading the write-ups of behind closed door demos. And you can still have the write-ups, like the in-depth write-ups of these things, but I think that's something you're going to want to start showing the public. Yeah, and I... To a, to a point, I guess. I Well, I do especially like the idea for whenever they're doing their, um... Whenever they have to do their, like, very cleverly curated demos, the, the kind of demo where if somebody makes a wrong turn, you'd see that the entire world's broken behind them. High Uncharted. <laughs> well, hell no. I was also just thinking of Cyberpunk. Like, the first yeah. demo that they released, like, that was very meticulously done. Um, yeah, because that's but, an early engine build demo. 
Exactly. But stuff like that, man, whenever it's just when it's a hands off video only demo, fuck yeah, really set shit online. Yeah. I mean, if you have a behind closed doors hands on demo, fine. Don't don't show that to people. But if you have like the people who go in, they see a hands off video presentation, which happens a lot. Yeah. Just show that to the public. Yeah. And and I think that that would benefit like I know that. I know that they're trying to suck up to the journalists to get them to write something nice, but what they don't realize is that we gamers are bigger suckers than game journalists. And who, They've, you know, some people read the articles, yes, but they'll read the first paragraph and be like, okay, and then wait for, like, a video now. Like, we are in the realm of yeah. YouTube videos, Twitch streamers, like, what the what is the guy who play, plays all these other games that I play? What's he saying about this? Yeah. Exactly. Like, and, they don't want to hear what a random journalist from IGN has to write about it. They want to see what, you know, what Ninja says about it or yeah, one of the other, or one of the other big-name Twitch streamers who plays all these games. They want to see what they say. Yeah, and, like, what what I'm saying whenever I say that we're bigger suckers is that uh, so there's a lot of game journalists who have been through this enough to where if they were to write about it, they'd be like, yeah, this happened, this happened, but, you know, I know that there's probably some jank here. Uh, this is something we got to look out for. Whereas if they just released the video, we, the internet as a collective, would be like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's like accurate. Or it's like how a lot of journalists had tempered expectations for No Man's Sky and yet a lot of the internet was willing to send death threats over just the idea of reporting that it was delayed. Yeah. Also, just side note, stop doing that shit. Dude, you're not going to stop anybody, but like there's always going to be a dipshit online. I know. I'm just I'm just putting out a general PSA. Stop doing that shit. Hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with E3 this year. Obviously, we're still going to cover it, so Fuck yeah. stay tuned for our Stay tuned for our E3 coverage. I'm a helpless fanboy that loves E3. I am a gamer and will continue to be so until I die. It's just going to happen. But on that note, uh, does anybody have anything else for today? Yeah, I, I got uh, I got one thing, I guess. Okay, shoot. Um... So Bloomberg reported on the cost of the uh, PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah, I did see that. A lot of people were talking about this. I know that I don't have, like, a scoop ever, um, but I really thought that I was behind the curve enough that it was new news for us, and no sooner did I post about it that all the articles came out, and then even today, new shit was dropping of people reporting on it, and I'm like, damn, man. I don't get a single day where it's just, you know, our turn. But one day anyway. it will be our turn, Light. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, the component cost for the PlayStation 4 is about 450 bucks. Uh, Bloomberg is like, so that means that it'll cost no less than 470 which it would never cost 470 It'd be 500 Are you talking about PlayStation 5? 5, sorry. Um, but, uh... But anyway, I actually see that as that sweet spot um, because 
we know what Sony does. They've done it since the original PlayStation. They're going to wait until Microsoft announces their console price so that if Microsoft says $4.99, Sony will say $3.99, and they're just going to eat that loss. Accurate. And so Microsoft's going to wait for them to say theirs and do the well, same thing. That's the interesting thing is I actually think that Microsoft is, I feel like they're clearly going into this, uh, you know, better off than they went into the Xbox one. And they've, they've definitely learned their lesson. So it'll be interesting to watch them both try and play chicken. I don't think that we'll see a price announcement until at least Tokyo game show. Agreed. And they're, I, I think good. I was going to say, I think at least before E3, when PlayStation does their press conference, we'll finally get a definitive what the damn thing looks like. Yeah. Because there's rumors floating around that the dev kit design is its actual design, and Mm -hmm. God, I hope not. I kind of hope so, because along with those rumors is that the weird open V is where you can, like, slot in a device. And it could be anything from... Uh, you know how they're all using that uh, NVMe solid state, like that that new memory. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like uh, if you put a if you put a custom shell around that so that it becomes dummy proof, since it's going to be very expensive and very fragile. And so that's how you expand your your memory. Well, it, if they do the V design. I think they need to change up the look a bit because that is just a little too weird. I don't know. I I think it's a little too weird. Like lower the V. Well, a I bit. think I think that the Slim Four and the the Four Pro are both super ugly. Even though the PS4 original was beautiful and sleek. I mean, the Pro just added another step. another layer. Yeah. yeah, another stack to the step. <laughs> I don't know. I I just don't like that dev kit design. That's just a me thing. That's fine. So, but but I really do think that at this cost that they'll eat it. They're they're at a better point than they were in 2013 whenever they launched the PS4. Um even though they took a loss on what was it? Uh they took a loss on the PS3 which is crazy because all they had to go for there was accessories. But at this point, um, digital sale of games is actually, like, there are a lot of games where 60% to 70% of their sales are done strictly through the store. Um, At this point, PlayStation Plus is a real thing that it's a must-have kind of like Xbox Live Gold. And so they're able to recoup their losses better now than they ever were. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they they launched it at a $3.99 price. Where I think it's going to get real interesting is when Microsoft finally unveils Lockhart. Like they showed us Project Scarlet. We know what the Xbox Series X is. And we know that that one's probably going to be expensive. But... Lockhart is an entirely different beast. And uh, I'm real curious as to how... I actually expect to see the Series X go for 500 and Lockhart go for 250 It'll be interesting to find out whenever we find out what the hell Lockhart actually is. 
Yeah, and then on that on that subject with the last few bits of things for me to get out, um, Lockhart is so uh, allegedly um, six teraflops of graphical computing, which is less than the Xbox One X uh, by a little bit. Um, PlayStation 5 is 9 teraflops, and Xbox Series X is 12. Damn. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. And on that lovely piece of information, it's time for us to end. Cool. We're all going to pretend that we know that 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 means something, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know why I did a weird Top Gear exit for that. Yeah, it was a little strange. <laughs> uh, control, plugs, go. Well, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash controlfreak. Uh, stream there Monday, Wednesday, Friday generally, sometimes on the weekend, depending on what's going on. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash review, where when I find time available, I do much like what we do here and just post casual comments and commentary about what I am thinking of at the time. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Freak Control because Control Freak is still taken. Hmm. Someday I will steal it. But for now, I'm stuck with what I got. You should report them for inactivity. I should. <laughs> Just get super <laughs> petty with it. Hell yeah. Light, what about you? Uh, I don't have anything clever. I guess you can find me on Twitter at King Kegel. All right. Or behind the dumpster or in the dumpster behind the McDonald's. I'm not going to say which McDonald's, it's just the McDonald's. I didn't want to get real with it. Wow. <laughs> Twy, are you still alive? Yes. Plug. Go. I'm on DeviantArts, posting arts under the name Midnight Direwolf, or also with that name in either of their Twitch channels, possibly tormenting them on the fact that they cannot aim. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, well, you can find this show on Twitter, at GamingCasualPod, and you can find me on Twitter, at Sedge underscore Gaming, on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash lord sedge and facebook.com slash gaming casual podcast for our group so thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next week Bye bye deuces bye oh god mr popo no <laughs> help us i can't do the laugh <laughs>